This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Okay. Welcome everyone to the Pricing and Embodiment Masterclass. Today we are going to be talking about pricing inclusivity accessibility while also embodying the version of yourself that is confident with the pricing that you do for your business. And just we're really going to give some examples of how you can take new action in your business to be more inclusive and accessible while being empowered around money and just really catching those moments of scarcity or not trusting you know, the process of growing your business or offering your services. So we'll just go to the next slide, Dana. So we're going to introduce ourselves. So my name is Kayla and I am a spiritual mindset coach. And what I do is I help people embody the best versions of themselves by getting their mind, soul, and body aligned using NLP, hypnosis, Law of Attraction Coaching, and a couple other modalities. So Dana, I'm going to invite you to introduce yourself. So I'm Dana. I am a business and mindset coach that helps entrepreneurs grow and scale their businesses so that they can be fiercely independent and leave their nine-to-fives, or if they've already left their nine-to-fives, become full-time in the business they own. Perfect. So the intention of today's masterclass, I guess I kind of shared it already, but we really just want to leave you with new insight on how you can approach your business and selling and offering your services from a more empowered place. So we're just going to be really addressing some common things that we see in the coaching world and the business world of offering services so that, you know, we can just help you do better and grow and be your best because that's really what it means when you're an entrepreneur and you're growing your own business and you're your own boss and your own CEO. So go to the next slide, Dana. So this is what we're going to cover today. We're going to talk about, we're going to discover what it means to price from scarcity versus how to price from abundance. We're also going to get clear on how to price your services and really making sure that it causes the biggest impact in your life and also in the impact of your audience and your clients that you work with. We're also going to be chatting about tapping into your worthiness and just really embodying the energy of and understanding why you might be holding yourself back financially or in your business with how you show up. We're also going to chat about what accessibility inclusivity really means with pricing so that you know and are clear on how you can create the biggest impact. And then we're going to talk about understanding how to embody the version of yourself that has a deep trust for financial overflow and growing your business. And then last but not least, we're also going to chat about how to be authentic with showing up and to sell from your soul for the highest good of all. Okay, next slide. Okay, so what's been noticed online, and this is, myself and Dan have chatted about this quite a bit, especially in the last few weeks, since we've both been doing a lot more networking and meeting with other coaches online and other business owners, is that there has been, Dan, I'll get you to the next slide. There's been a real palpable experience of people pricing from a place of scarcity and entitlement versus people who are pricing from a place of 
these are my services. These are the options of how you get to work with me and you get to feel empowered about it. It doesn't have to be big and scary and cause like a negative impact in your life. So we're just going to have a bit of a reality and do a bit of myth busting. So what we've noticed is that people online business owners and coaches are offering services that are either painful. So we're talking like a couple grand up front or what's happening is they are going to do a payment plan, but then they mark up the payment plan like 20 to 30%. So I had a situation recently, there was a coach that I was really admiring her presence online. And so I inquired about a case study program that she was doing. And she, it was a three, three month program, $4,000. And if you chose a four month payment plan, it was $5,000. So I was really shocked by that. And I asked her and I said, why is it, why is there a thousand dollar markup for, you know, your program for a payment plan? And <clears throat> she shared with me that, oh, it honors the people that pay in full. Otherwise everyone would choose a payment plan. So this is an example that is not inclusive and we'll dive into this a little bit more, but I just wanted to show you, you know, an example of like, this is kind of being normalized online and like that is disempowering people to invest. So where this programming comes, comes from, like where, you know, you over, not you, people overcharge for their services is that it's really rooted in scarcity and just really only honors the people who have the money or the financial stability to pay up front right? Because obviously if you pay up front, you don't have to worry about payment plans or people missing payments and so on. So there's a lack of trust there. And this is where embodiment comes in that we'll talk about in a little bit. The other thing too, that I think is important to talk about is that there's, first of all, nothing wrong with payment plans. Absolutely nothing. It's literally just the choice to be able to invest in something over time. And one thing that I hear you know, all stars online talk about like Catherine Zinkin and Amanda Francis is that having debt is not a bad thing. A lot of people think it is really all it is, is the choice to pay something off over time. And what we make that mean is like, you know, oh, you should have all the money to pay up front and so on for whatever it is, if you're buying a house, you're investing in yourself, you're paying for a car, going on a vacation. Just notice the stories that come up for that. And it's just programming from society. So some of the myths that we're going to bust today are really, you know, the, the conversations of being inclusive means lowering my prices, or if people pay more, then there's more skin in the game, or the belief that people won't pay if they pay beyond the length of a service agreement, so it's safer to shorten the payment plan or, you know, have people pay up front. So all of this, like I mentioned, is rooted in scarcity, and it really comes from a lack of trust and embodying being a person who can have it all. Like who says that you can't launch a program or give a service and have payment plans that go beyond that and be able to trust your people to continue investing in you after that. Just because you're done the service doesn't mean that the payments beyond that will not be paid, right? So just noticing the fear of not receiving money. The other thing too that I wanted to address, address is the sense of, entitlement that I've noticed as well when people say you know things like oh why they price the way they price is oh because I want to or this is what feels good or this is what other coaches are doing so when I hear this what I wonder and what I'm inviting you to explore as an insight is I'm wondering if the underlying tone of this is entitlement to mask the lack of unworthiness or fear it's like you have to justify or prove like this is how much I'm worth like this is how much people should be paying me so this fuels the story 
that paying more, receiving more money in this shorter time frame means that I get to be safe, right? So there's a story there that I think is really important to, to check out and move through. And there's just, a, there's a really great opportunity just to unfold the beliefs in that. And I think that this is something that's really important that people should be considering when they're pricing and when they're, they're selling their services. So I'm going to invite Dana to talk about the next thing now. So we'll move on to the next slide, Dana. Ah, wrong screen. One sec. There we go. There's also, um, just to go off of what Kayla was saying, there's also been a couple of instances um, in the coaching industry recently, actually, that two of my clients have been through where one, um, whatever service the coach was offering her no longer aligned with her. And when she reached out with that to that coach and said, hey, like, what you're offering doesn't work with my business. I haven't seen anything that you're doing, but based on what I'm reading, like I would like to get my deposit back. And the coach completely told her no, which to me is operating from scarcity and doing a disservice to both sides. Um, and the second instance that came up was um, a coach had been speaking with one of my clients a couple months ago. She said, no, she didn't want to work with her. It was too much money and she didn't have the time. And then fast forward four weeks later, the coach reached back out to her and was like, Hey, spoke with my team. We decided to slash our prices from $4,000 to $1,000 to accommodate those who can't afford it due to COVID, but you have to pay today. And I was just like, what? That's not, that's, that's not okay. So for anyone in here that is a coach or offering any types of services, please don't do that. It's not inclusive at all. And like Kayla said, it comes from a place of scarcity, which I think it's, it also is, it's also a worthiness thing too, right? Like thinking, mm -hmm. oh, we haven't sold anything at this price. It might, it must not be worth this price. Let's just lower our prices and then more people will buy it. So yeah. then again, that's an example of not trusting what you have to offer to people. And the other thing too, is when you slash prices like that, you know, in this extreme situation, it's basically saying to those people, like, you don't have enough money. So I'm, I'm just gonna, you know, here it is at this price, rather than creating a structure where that person's going to feel empowered to invest in themselves, like maybe that $4,000 could have been paid over like six months, right? Which then could have worked in that client's budget and they could have had access to that program. So there's just like, we're just inviting people to see things differently and just really consider like the worthiness and things around pricing. Like it's more than just a numbers game. Yeah. And um, we might talk about this later, but because it's on my mind, I'm going to bring it up now. Um, another common thing for anyone here that is in Canada and works primarily with those who are in the U.S., um, a great thing to do to stay inclusive and honor your pricing is to give those who live in Canada the same price that you're charging in U.S. dollars because the, um, the markup is insane, which eliminates a lot of Canadians from working with you, which is very frustrating as a Canadian to be like, I can't work with a Canadian coach because they charge in US dollars, what is this? Um, so that's something that Kayla and I do and we encourage all of you to do the same thing if you can. Um, but that brings us to like, how do you price your services from a place of overflow so that it actually impacts multiple areas of your life and your audience and isn't just like, feels like crappy because that's not good. So one of the first things that you need to do is you need to look at the inventory of your business costs. 
are you playing, paying for platforms? Are you paying for websites? Are you paying for systems that automate any of your work? Are you paying employees if you have them or virtual assistants? What, what costs do you have to cover and really get clear on what that looks like? Because you can take those costs and work them into the cost that you charge for your services to make sure that that's always covered and that you're not going into the red zone um, to cover it. And then the second thing that you want to do when you price everything out is have several access points. And what I mean by this is having a tiered level set of packages. So to keep it simple, you can have like a bronze, a silver, and a gold. Your gold is your top level package, which is probably your one-to-one -one coaching if you're a coach. Um, if you're a VA or any other service type of industry, you're just going to have a really high level top package. It's the most expensive one, but it encompasses the most. Your silver level is going to be somewhere in the middle. This is primarily where most people are going to purchase. It's considered almost like a safe zone for both the entrepreneur and for the person purchasing because it's in the middle. And then you want to have another price point, which is like your bronze. And typically this looks like passive income. It's low touch point. It's super easy for somebody to purchase and want to get to know you better and learn more about you. Whereas silver, more touch point and then gold is very very high touch point which is why it's more expensive but having these different offers allows people to work with you where they're capable of doing so right now and it allows them to work through that flow i've had clients who start in gold and work their way down to bronze and then they're always in bronze until they need more and they come back to gold or they start in silver and then they go to gold and then they go to bronze like there's all different ways they can work with you but that's how you keep reoccurring clients or customers as well um what else can you do can you go go to the next slide dana and then i just want to elaborate on what you're sharing so in terms of this gold like silver gold bronze silver Bronze, silver, gold. You got it. Sorry, it was. I was like, oh, no, no, no. I totally mixed that up. So, just an example, speaking for myself. So, people that I've invested in, for example, are like Catherine Zinkina and Amanda Francis for doing coursework, right? And that's an example of like I remember the first time I ever invested in something with Catherine Zinkina. I bought her book, and it was like twenty six dollars. And then I bought, you know, uh, she had an energy tapping thing and I bought that and it was like $33 and then so on and then Amanda Francis I paid like $500 for one of her courses and then now I've invested over $2,000 USD in one of her courses so it's like you can move up and down and it, it actually allows your audience to grow with you which I think is super empowering because they might be starting out and not have that much to invest and then as they grow and they grow they can invest more and more and then like Dana said they can bounce in between like it just it gives more options and it really creates fluidity. Yeah, and that and the other thing that's like important here is when you do your pricing, depending on whether you're somebody who works hourly or package, like package pricing, if you have a more in-depth conversation with me, I will tell you to never work hourly. It's not scalable. It's not going to do anything for your business. Um, however, the easiest way to figure out like what your package pricing would be that really aligns with you is to say, okay, like, I really want to make $35 an hour. That's, that's what I want to do. Write that down. And then say, what would I be willing to do the work for as I'm getting started? So you might say, I'm willing to take $25 an hour. That is now your energetic playing field. You are never going to go less than $25 an hour. And if 
you want to go higher than 35, you can go higher than 35, but 25 is not your energetic minimum. So whenever you're having conversations with people making a sale, if they're really uncomfortable with money or have money mindset issues, or they're just like, I can't pay that, you know how low you can go without feeling like you're doing a disservice to yourself, which is where people usually get stuck in making their package pricing. Um, that does go a little bit deeper, but it gives you a good idea of kind of how that works and how you'll always be doing yourself a good service and your clients as well. Um, which really takes us to the next section of figuring out how to dive into the cost that you charge to make sure that you stay in your energy expenditure and that you're getting the right um, exchange back and forth between you and your clients. Yeah, no, I love this. Okay, so we're going to talk about now more the energetic perspective. So at the beginning, we kind of shared like the strategic side, right? Like the logical numbers game, that kind of thing. And now I want to dive more into the spiritual side of what feels aligned. And like I mentioned earlier, tapping into your worthiness and really discover what might, what might be holding you back, right? Or just having you feel stuck or like you're not growing or you're unsure, you don't know how to price your stuff, like that kind of thing. So I'll just get you to go to the next slide, Dana. So logically speaking, one of the things that we do is we use what we call a money sheet, which in, let's say, normal terms, people would say a budget sheet. So we specifically use the word money sheet because it is a sheet to manage money. And this is something that we use, you know, in our personal lives. And then we also use it in the business world to track our expenses. Like we talked about earlier, like, do you have employees? Are you paying for certain platforms? Like what are your fees that you're paying and being able to track this? So I found that doing this has allowed me to have a more empowering relationship with money because I can see money coming in and going out. And, you know, this kind of ties into the next part of the energetically speaking of asking yourself the question, like, what is your relationship to money? So this is a really powerful thing that I've learned again from Catherine Zinkina and Amanda Francis. What is your relationship to money? Like if you were to describe money as a friend, what is it like to have a relationship with them? Is it like, you know, you, if, if you think about money for a second, when they're around, I absolutely love it when they're gone or they don't show up or, you know, maybe they've, you know, had a really negative energy about them. Like, I don't want to be around them, but you know, I get really sad when they're not there and I just feel like I can never get enough of them. And it just, if you think about money as a relationship and if what I'm saying to you is like, Oh my God, that, that resonates, then just imagine the hostility and the very roller coaster experience. And if you check your bank account, you might notice those patterns, right? Or if you imagine like if, if you relationship to money again, or let's say it's a, it's your friend, you know, you get angry when they don't show up. Do you think that your friend is going to show up? Probably not. Right. So speaking from an energetic perspective, when we have that intimate relationship using tools to manage money, nurture money, take care of it, be comfortable looking at your bank account, looking at your expenses and knowing what's going on is going to allow you to feel more aligned energetically with what you have, what you're spending and what you're creating. So really the question to ask yourself is how does it make you feel when you receive money and when you release money? So one of the things that I've heard a lot of, you know, money guru coaches talking about is when we go to pay bills, or taxes, right? This is something that's really easy to be annoyed with. But the reality is paying bills and taxes, like paying a bill, if you're paying an internet bill or your rent, you have a roof over your head. 
you have a phone, you have, you know, internet, we are literally streaming this call right now, specifically because, you know, we paid our internet bill. So it's never, it's never lost. Like spending money is never lost. It just changes form. And that's why you hear people talk so much about it being an energetic experience. So that's an example of what, what can happen when you release it. And like, what does it feel when you receive it? Like, let's say you get, you know, money in a birthday card or you get a raise or somebody just wants to pay you more than expected. Like, are you like, oh no, like, you know, you don't have to give me that. Or even things like if somebody wants to buy you a coffee, are they going to buy you lunch? How do you respond to that? Is it like, oh no, 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 you don't have to do that. It's like literally pushing it away rather than welcoming it to receive it. And again, that ties into worthiness, right? And the other thing too, naturally, like what are your reoccurring thoughts about money? Are you thinking it's, it's, I have to trade time for money. I have to work really hard for it. I have to struggle. I have to save. I have to do this and that. Like just notice the reoccurring thoughts because that is what creates your reality. And that is what is going to train your brain to look for pieces of evidence to fit that current paradigm that you have. The other place that you can look to is in the past because everything that we know has been learned. It is a behavior learned because that is just how we are as humans, that we have experiences and then we learn, yes or no, I want that, I like that, I don't, and then we either repel or accept it. So the past, like asking yourself, what was it like growing up with money? Like how were your parents with money, your guardians? How was it spoken about? Was it taboo? Was it not something that you know you you were willing to speak about? And then what were the, what are the reoccurring realities or conversations that you experience that may not be aligned with your current beliefs? So let's say I've definitely chatted with some of my girlfriends where they go and they spend time with their family or they're around, you know, people in their life, common friends who are maybe not doing this kind of work. They're not doing the mindset work, the energy work around money. And they're going to say things like, oh, I'm so poor. I'm so broke. Oh my God, this is so expensive. Or, oh no, I need to save before I do that. And I still have all this debt. Like, what are the conversations that are, you know, running in the background and fueling these things that you've learned from the past? And the powerful thing there is just to know when to set boundaries with people, right? And be like, hey, I'm really cool to have a conversation about money if we can talk about it like this, right? And just really taking ownership of shifting that past reality into the future that you want to live in instead. The bottom line of this is really just getting clear on the influences, right? So I gave some examples, like what are the conversations you're having? What are you thinking? What's your relationship with money? Getting clear on the influences of the past, your body, mind, and soul with money, and just check in. Is it positive? Is it negative? Is this serving the reality that I'm actually interested in creating for myself? And this is, this awareness is really what's going to give you access to shifting your current paradigm and relationship that you have with money so that you can create, you know, the reality and the business and the overflow that you actually want for yourself that can be accessible to your clients and also inclusive to people in your audience that you're, that you're giving your services to. Okay, next slide, Dana. Okay, so we're gonna go dive into what accessibility actually is and what is inclusivity and why it's important as fuck in the words of Kayla, um, especially from a business perspective. So accessibility does not mean, as we've already talked about, easy access or slashing your prices. All that it means is that you're making it as accessible as possible to as many people as possible. It's a win-win between you and your audience. Nobody's losing. It's all a win. 
So here are a couple of ways that are not inclusive and not accessible. Some of them we've already talked about. So one would be limiting your pricing options. So only having one way to work with you. That being said, keep in mind when you're just starting, you may only have one way to work with you and that's okay. It just means that as you grow, you want to bring in new options for people to work with you, but that's also how you scale your business. So it's just going to happen naturally. Having inflexible pricing plans. So what that means, and Kayla and I have both experienced this, is somebody being like, yeah, you can work with me, but your payment plan can only be two months. Or you can only do biweekly payments. You can't do monthly or whatever it is, instead of just working with the person. And also being very unavailable to have discussions with people who may need additional support with you. So they may be hearing impaired. They might need, like, they might say to you like, hey, do you have closed captions on all of your videos? Because um, I may not be able to hear it clearly and it's easier if I can read it and listen to it at the same time. Uh, that being said, that's a law that's coming into place right now for a lot of Canada, um, possibly also in America. It also depends on the size of your business, but it's strongly encouraged to, always put closed captions on things where you can. So some ways that you can make yourself more accessible and inclusive is one, the pricing options we already talked about. Having flexible payment plans that actually empower people to invest in you. So a really good example for you with this is me. Um, my one-to-one -one coaching clients, I tell them what the price is and then my next sentence to them is, you tell me what works for you. And we make it happen because I'm not here for the money. I'm here to help you. So if it's going to take you 10 months to pay something, cool. We're going to do it. But we're also not a car dealership where when you buy a car and it's on a loan and you're like, hey, I just won the lottery. I want to pay off my car. And they're like, Haha, jokes on you. We're going to charge you more to do that. No, that doesn't happen. If you come into more money as you're working, pay it off whenever you want or leave it open. I don't care. Just do what you got to do. So it's a really good way to work well with your clients and then consider the additional support that they may need which we also just talked about and if you aren't sure if somebody needs more just ask them what can i do that will make this easier for you and then figure it out if you're an entrepreneur you can figure it out or ask your network um and one cool thing one easy 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 thing we can all do is when you're showing up on your instagram stories close caption them it's so easy. Kayla found the easiest way the other day to do this and literally record your video. And then you already know what you said. So you can literally just do voice to text, like just say it again. And it's going to type it across the screen for you on your Instagram story. Easy. It doesn't take eight hours away when you try to type it out. And it makes it easier for so many people to understand what you're saying and digest it, which means more people are going to want to work with you. And then outside of that, you can just Educate yourself on language. Um, I'm sure a lot of us did that last year, going through BIPOC, going through everything else that went on. And just make sure that when you create a landing page, you create content, you create an Instagram post, a podcast, whatever it is, that you are not using unconscious biases or language that can result in any type of cultural appropriation. That will take time. You will learn it but don't be afraid to fuck up either. Because if you do make an error and somebody calls you out, all you have to do is be like, wow, thank you. I didn't even notice that I wrote that. And I seriously appreciate you calling me out on that. And then you can even ask that person to dive into it further with you. Let them educate you. 
and learn from that and then go forward from there. There's also um, a really cool thing that I've seen floating around in the last week or so actually, that in your emails, if you're doing email marketing, that there's a way that you can add in audio of the entire email. So someone can just click the button, listen to the email that you wrote instead of reading it. So that's another really cool way to just be more inclusive and accessible within in your business. Can I elaborate on, actually, if you can go back for a second, Dan, I just wanna share for language. So something that I learned last year that I didn't know was I was seeing some people on Instagram, for example, or social media, they would write the words women, men, folks with the letter X, like women, it would be an X instead of an A, men, it would be an X instead of an E, and then folks instead of KS, it would just be X. And I didn't know what this was. I thought I wasn't sure if it was a trendy thing or whatever, but this specific writing of those words actually means that you're being inclusive to people who are non-binary, transgender, queer, and so on. So these are like the subtle ways that when you do this, that means that you are being inclusive because it's like, hey, I know that, you know, there's more than just two sexes in the world or genders and that I'm being inclusive to you. And so things like, you know, instead of, depending on maybe you are niche down to specifically women or men but if you are open to you know receiving more than that and you're open to working with multiple audiences that's definitely something that's a way to show that you are you know being inclusive the other thing too i have on my instagram is i have she her as the pronouns on my page and the reason why i did that was i read a really brilliant article last year about how i am like a cisgender woman right and that's you know how i identify and so having that up there what it does is it actually creates a safer place for people who might be transitioning or you know people who are non-binary and so on for them to express what their identity is as well and this is a way to prevent unconscious biases where if you see see someone who quote looks like a man they might actually not identify as a man so these are just a couple of examples that i wanted to throw in of more concrete ways that you can be inclusive and how you can be considerate of the multiple audiences and, and diverse group of people that we have in the world. So I just wanted to throw that in there, Dana. But um, yeah. I just want to preface that um, I'm a great example of this. Kayla has the pronoun she, her in her Instagram handle. I don't. Um, but that does not mean that I don't support that group or that I don't want to be um inclusive to them or that i'm not creating a safe space for them because i do and i am so just remember that like all of these things that we talk about those are personal preferences for you and it's whatever you feel energetically aligned to it's not do this because the rest of the world is saying do it just keep yeah. just keep that in mind because different things are going to resonate with you for example like um i used to work for the government and so using words like mr mrs we're not allowed to do that so i'm very primed to either say the person's name or not use any pronouns at all. It goes the same way if like you, your niche may be, I work with women and that's great, but you don't have to say that. If your niche is actually coaches and they're women, that's cool, but you can just say, I work with coaches. What's meant to be there for you or who you actually talk to will still show up because it, it's showing up everywhere else without you exclusively saying it, if that makes sense. Yeah, thank you for elaborating on that, Dana. Okay, cool. The next thing we're going to talk about is understand how to embody the version of yourself that has deep trust for financial overflow and growing your business. So we're going to get back into the energetic conversation here. So can you just go to the next slide, please? So 
this is about embodiment. This year, what I did for myself was I chose a word that I wanted to focus on for the year rather than having specific goals. I do have specific goals, but the word is really the root of it. And for me, it's embodiment. And I think that the way that I operate now is I, when I think about who I want to be, the version of Kayla that has, you know, this incredible thriving coaching business, it's fully online and really being able to work for myself, like having the abundance of financial support that I want for myself. When I think about that version of myself, I ask myself now in the present moment, how would I make this decision now? How would I show up? How would I do this? And that totally shifts the context rather than, it's like I'm operating from the future rather than operating from my current circumstances. Because let's say, for example, this time last year, short story, I was working a job that I absolutely hated. I was making absolute crap pay. It just wasn't for me. It was not for me. I was super miserable. And if I kept making decisions from that point, I would have continued to be in debt. I would have, you know, continued to be miserable. But what I did was I started this embodiment process where I was like, okay, the Kayla who is working remotely and making this amount of money, what would she do right now? I did that. I did that within two months. I found a job remotely that allowed me to continue growing my coaching business on the side, making significantly more money. So this is just a small example of what happens when you embody who the fuck you want to be and how you want to show up. It is really powerful and it can be challenging at times, but that's just the feeling of growth. That's all, that's all the challenge is. So really that's the question. Who do you need to be in order to show up as the one that gets what they want? It's not all about doing like, Oh, I need to do X, Y, and Z. Who are you being while you do the things that is what brings the energetic vibration of what it is you want to receive really paying attention to how are you thinking? How are you thinking about yourself? How are you speaking to other people? How are you expressing your current reality or, you know, the kind of money that you want to make or the kind of business you want to have or the kind of coach you want to be? How are you speaking and thinking? How are you sharing this with people? Because what that does is it creates a listening. So what that means is how you share and how you show up, your audience, the people in your life are going to hear you that way. That's how they're going to think of you. So when you show up how you want to be, you're literally programming not only yourself, but the people that you're interacting with to see you that way as well. So it's like so fucking powerful and underestimated. So the question is, how would you sell from your soul? And what does it mean to sell from your soul? And, you know, I think, again, tying back to the worthiness aspect is that I've really discovered doing a lot of inner work on myself, dealing with my self-living beliefs, dealing with the stories I talked about, dealing with my relationship to money. Doing all of this has now got me to a point where rather than thinking I have to work hard or do more to make money, I really believe that what I have to, what I, what I have to offer to people as a coach is valuable because I've done it myself. It changed my life. Therefore, it's going to change other people. And when you show up from that space, like this, this like unfuckwithable, this is how it's going to go for you and for me, it's not even a sales conversation about this is how much it is. It's like, this is the transformation of what's possible for you. And that is so different than a price tag. So this is really what embodiment, what it is, right? And the question to ask yourself too is, what do you need that you can give yourself so that's not just an external thing? What do you need in order to have a deep sense of trust that you can be inclusive, accessible, and empowering people and yourself in your business? So what do you need? Like, do you need to do work on worthiness? Do you need to have a money sheet to know how to run your business and track your expenses? 
Like, do you need to pay more attention to your energetic levels around, you know, spending and receiving money? Like looking at what you can control because ultimately that's what's going to create your reality. So that, that's kind of a spiel on embodiment and how you can start looking at how you can, you know, bring that into your world. I'll let you go to the next slide, Dana. Maybe. There we go. Okay, so um, we're going to just dive in quickly to how to be authentic with showing up and how to actually sell from your soul for the highest good of everyone that you're talking to, including yourself, so that you feel aligned with it. So super simple. The number one selling factor in anything is just being authentic. Tell people how it is from the real and raw you. That's what magnetizes people who are on a journey because they're going to resonate to what your journey was. So if I sit here and said to you like, yeah, I hated my nine to five and I left. Yeah. A few people are going to resonate with me on that. If I tell you that I wanted to leave my nine to five, I lost my job. I lost my house. I almost went homeless. Then I went homeless two more times while I was in the middle of a pandemic, but still managed to grow my business just under six figures. That's a different story. That's the authentic story. First part. It is a true story, but it, it, you see what I mean? Like there's a difference between, yeah, I left the nine to five because I didn't like it. Well, yeah, I wanted to, but that's not what happened. That's just me telling people what I think they want to hear, but really people resonate with the other side of the journey. I mean, I was talking with a client yesterday and she's trying to figure out who her ideal client is and she's explaining it. And I'm like, Hey, that was me. Literally everything you just said, that half an hour conversation we just had, that was me. And she goes, that was me too. And I said, do you see how that resonates more than you just telling me that you just wanted to find more kindness in your life? She's like, oh yeah, okay, it makes sense. So that's your number one thing. Just be real. Be you, be real, and have real conversations with people. Two, remind yourself that it's about the audience. This is not about you. You're serving people. You're here to help them, but it's not about you. Nobody cares about you. The only thing they care about is, them, is themselves. And if you can wrap your head around that and be okay with it, you're good. Because they'll want to have what you have. As long as you know it's about them and not you, then you're good. So all the coaches that Kayla and I shared at the beginning and how they're showing up and how they're selling their services, it's not about the client. It's about them, which is why it's not working. And just to echo on that, can I echo on that? So that's a scarcity example. An abundant example would be like Amanda Francis and Catherine Zinkina who have like a plethora of services and things to offer to their clients. They show up super authentic. Like they tell you how it is and look at their businesses. They are self-made millionaires helping like thousands of people. So there's like, this is what happens when you go on both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, they're both extremes. You can land in the middle for a while, but then you're eventually going to go one way or the other. You never stay in the middle. Um, which again, this is why Kayla's been saying and why I'm echoing what she's saying. You have to do the inner work. You have to create the space for people to show up and say, I want your help. I want to learn from you. I want to grow. I want to be in a better place. But you can't paint that picture for someone without releasing your own stories, without getting really clear on what you want to do and letting go of the old things. My business didn't grow until I let go of all the pain that I held from losing my nine to five, from the government literally fucking me over. And this is the second time they've done this. And that me working for the government is what I thought I always wanted to do. So there was a lot of pain that was involved there that I didn't even know was there that I had to work on and get to the other side before people started showing up and saying, Dana, I want your help. 
So it's very important to do that inner work and create space for people to show up for you. And then literally, literally everything we've said is what you're doing is you're creating, you're embodying, and then you're welcoming an overflow. And that's, that's what you want in your life. Which brings me to a really quick question for everybody that's here with us right now. I want to know if Kayla and I can share with you something super awesome that we're up to right now that's going on in our world. If you would be open to hearing more about that. Um, it's not a sales pitch. It's not anything. We just genuinely want to share with you what we're doing so that if it's something that resonates with you, we can have more conversations about it later. So if you're down with that, give us a thumbs up, say yes in the chat, whatever works for you. We'll go from there. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. Well, let's switch the slide. Okay. So you've heard us say three words a lot through this whole thing. I dreamt about them last night. They're probably going to show up in your dreams tonight. I'd like to say I apologize for that, but I don't because I really want them to show up for you. And that is create and body and overflow. So Kayla and I have actually put together an amazing program that is called CEO, which is what you all are aspiring to be or are already but want to grow. And that is for you to create and body and get that overflow. So what this is, it's a group coaching style program. It's a 90 day program. Um, we are starting late this week, early next week. There is a mindset group set, mindset group set. Oh boy. A mindset group call once a week, every week. There is a business group call once a week, every week. There is one guest coach per month, which is a total of three guest coaches. Um, and we have a ton of people in our back pocket that are super excited about this. So we're gonna survey everyone that is in the group, ask them what they want to learn, and then that's how we're gonna go out and pick our expert guest coaches to come in to serve you guys even more. You also get a half an hour mindset intensive call with Kayla once a month. You get a half an hour business intensive call with me once a month. You get nine to 12 business mindset modules. Um, the reason it says nine to 12 is because we currently have nine fully built out. The other three are there so that we can create what the group needs because we can't anticipate what everybody needs. Every person, every group is different. So we've set those up to be things that we can create on the fly to serve everybody better. We're doing unlimited WhatsApp access to both Kayla and I in a separate group chat. And then we're going to have a bigger group chat, which is everybody in the group so that we can help everybody. I'd like to say 24 seven, but we do take weekends off. So <laughs> kind of 24 seven, but you have us in your back pocket all the time. Um, there's going to be meditations, podcasts, hypnosis, there's going to be all the recordings, all the modules, you have lifetime access to all of this, um, which also means if we ever update it going forward, which we will, um, you get that. You can go back and relearn if you need to revisit anything that we've shared with you, plus the community. You also get access to our Facebook community if you're not already there, which there's all kinds of stuff happening in there all the time. What else we got going on in here? So actually, <clears throat> I just want to elaborate. So this program we created through myself and Dana coming into the entrepreneurial world and starting our coaching business, we met just over a year ago now, and we decided to start working together and we became best friends out of it. And this is what created the program because for our relationship was I was bringing the mindset aspect and she was helping me grow my business. And then we, what we realized is that in the, in the coaching world, kind of like how we went through this 
masterclass today in the coaching world and the business world is that it gets very heavily weighted on strategy. Like you need to do this, this, and this, but really the reality, how you do things is based off how you're being. And so this is really the essence of the program is that it's a three month container so that you can really get the blueprint of how you want to create your business from the ground up. Each module, there is a mindset spirituality portion that we go through first to deal with your shit essentially so that you can execute the strategy successfully and really create how you want to grow and nurture your business moving forward. So this is the, this is the intention of the program. I really love that we bring in the spiritual side and just as an example, today's masterclass was an example of like what we're going to talk about in the money module. So we really, we really went through, you know, the kind of structural strategy things to work through. We talked about money sheets, you know, tracking business expenses, that kind of thing. And then we also talked about the energetic alignment behind that. You know, what are your beliefs? What are your thoughts? What are your energies around that, that we need to work through to get aligned with how to execute, you know, the things that are really going to be the foundation strategically of your business. So this is what, this is what our program is about. And we're really excited about it. So Dana's sharing the slide now that if you've attended this masterclass or watched the replay that you qualify for the early bird price for attending. And the other thing is we talked about this earlier because we are Canadian coaches. If you are a Canadian re um, resident, then you can pay in Canadian dollars. If you are international, we accept USD. So that's just a shameless plug of inclusivity that I wanted to point out that that these are ways that you can be accessible and inclusive, which is you know kind of funny considering that's what the class is about. Yeah, there's payment plans available as well. And like Kayla said, so what's funny about this is I was operating my business from strategy and I wasn't getting as far as I wanted to. Kayla was operating her business from mindset and not getting as far as she wanted to. But when Kayla brought the mindset to me and I did that work and added it to the strategy, it worked. When I brought strategy to Kayla and she already had the mindset side, it worked, which is why we know it goes all together. But we also know that business is only one small pillar of your life which is why this program is built to work on all of the pillars at the same time or one won't work essentially. So just to give you like a super, super quick idea of what the modules are one through nine, I'll just read you what the titles are. Um, so there's business intentions and soul alignment. There's business foundations and loving on your ego. There's spiritual branding and authentic marketing. There's selling from your soul and leveling up your communication, product suite development and loving on yourself. And then magic money management and manifestation. And because I've been asked this question a hundred times, yes, this will teach you how to get leads. Yes, this will teach you how to sell to them without being salesy. And yes, you'll be able to close sales using these strategies, 100%. Yeah. So we just wanted to ask if anyone had any questions, you can share in the chat or if you want to come off mute, you can ask the questions. We have some common questions that have been asked on Instagram and Facebook so far that we can also share with you. So I think what we can do actually, Dana, if we wanted to just answer, we can just answer a couple of them. Uh, and then from there, if anybody has any other questions that they want to elaborate, then we can answer those while we're doing that. Does that sound good? Yeah. I'm Dana? just looking through the Q and A's to find ones that you have not answered. Oh, here's one. Okay. So how exactly are we delivering the content? So every module, as Kayla said, has two parts. There's a mindset and a business side part. So what you'll get is uh, video modules and workbooks to work through on your own time in the week that they are dripped to you. 
this allows us to work with everybody in the group at the same time on what they're at, but also gives you the freedom to do the work when you're ready to do the work. The group calls that are set up weekly are set up in a way that you can come to those and ask your questions about the modules that you're working through so that we can support you further. Or if something's going on in your life and you're like, fuck, I need support on this, show up to those group calls and you're going to get the support that you need if you need more than just the WhatsApp support. Um, and yeah, that's essentially how, how everything is being delivered is either through WhatsApp, through a Zoom call like this, or through the module that you're given um, access to. And then Dana shared some of the business stuff that we're doing, but I just wanted to comment on the spiritual side. I'm really excited that I'm going to be bringing in NLP work, hypnosis, emotional freedom technique, law of attraction coaching. We're going to be bringing in manifestation into this as well, because that's obviously the energetic side. And so I'm really excited to bring these tools to you, like mentally with NLP to reprogram your mind and rewire your ways of thinking so that it can be aligned with what you want. And then it'll be easier for you to get your energy behind executing what you need to do to grow your business. So that's how we're tying in the spiritual side into the business side. And then of course, like Dana has so many resources and structures and processes to share of like actionable things for you to do to grow your business, which is super empowering because then obviously when there's the right action in alignment is like what creates you to be unstoppable. Yeah. So uh, Kayla, are you able go on? to touch on, where did this question go? I just read it. Are you able to touch on the question that we get often, which is I... So let's just do this as an example. If I came to you and I said, Kayla, I really want to sign up for this, but I just feel really weird about investing in myself. It just doesn't, it yeah. just doesn't have a family. I've got kids. I have other things that I need to focus on and deal with. I, I don't feel right, but I, but I want to do it. What, what would you say to me? I think <clears throat> speaking from like an energetic perspective, if you're feeling at any time in life, if you're feeling called to do something, like there's a reason. And that is, that is intuition speaking to you. So typically what I notice people, they want something, they're like, oh my God, yes. And then what happens is their brain takes over and the ego comes in and says things like, well, that's financially irresponsible. Why don't you just wait until you have the money? Or, you know, you're so busy right now. I'm not really sure how you're going to make this work. And all of this chatter is coming up simply to protect you from the possibility of failure. The thing is, with the support that we have and how we're showing up and delivering this, there is no opportunity for failure because that's just not in the conversation whatsoever. So I, you know, I just really wanted to share that. And the other thing as well, now that we're kind of leading into this, is the cost of the program, I'm really excited. We have payment plans, as we mentioned. We have a three-month or a six-month payment plan. You can pay bi-weekly, you can pay monthly. The early bird price for the program is $2,222. So when you break that down over six months, for example, we have a couple of ladies signed up right now. That is like the high 300s to $400 a month to pay for this program. And you get the content for life and the updates as well. So as I mentioned, Canadian, you can pay in Canadian. If you're international, we accept USD. And I just wanted to share that. The other thing too, I forgot to mention, we're not marking up the prices if you choose a payment plan. So this has been worked into the price already so that we're not going to be, you know, doing the shady things that we talked about earlier in this masterclass of people marking things up 20 to 30% because they do not feel safe, you know, allowing their clients or participants to pay on a payment plan. 
So I just wanted to share that and be really transparent with you. And if you want to have a further conversation with us around this and talk about a different payment plan or have more questions, you're so welcome to reach out to us. You can add us on Instagram at DanaXDina, myself at Kayla G. You can also, Dana mentioned our Facebook group. You can join our Facebook group. We've talked about it in there as well. Or if you want to get more information, we can send you the link and we'll include it in the email of this replay. You can check out the link to sign up and read more and email Dana Christina Stewart at gmail.com. So yeah. is there anything else that you wanted to share, Dana? Yeah. So one, if you would rather hop on a call to chat about it, if it's something you're super interested in, let us know. And, and one of us will do it by any of the means that Kayla just mentioned. Either email me, hit us up on Instagram. One of us will schedule a call with you to go over it. Um, and the second thing is, is for any of our Canadian friends, um, yes, there is tax included. Unfortunately, there is no way that Kayla and I can get around that. And I used to work with CRA, so I know the loopholes and there is no loophole around GSD, HSD, all that fun stuff. Um, so just keep that in mind for any Canadian residents. And other than that, like, it just, this isn't just for coaches either. I feel, I feel called to mention that. Um, if you sell a product, we've got experience in that. These tactics will help you. If you are a virtual assistant trying to sell a service versus coaching, which is a service anyway. So it's the same. Yes. These tactics will work for you. There's just certain things, um, within the program that we will work together on that. We will fine tune to make it specific to you and your business to use going forward. That's all. Yeah. I have to say. So I yeah, I hope that this masterclass gave you some insight on how you can be more inclusive and accessible and just really giving you the awareness and how you can check your language or do minor things like adding captions on Instagram stories or, you know, just really paying attention to your unconscious biases and how to embody trust within yourself to accept money, receive money, release it and so on. So this is really a taste of what we're offering in the program, but imagine that in like 12 modules. So it's going to be jam packed. It's going to be really amazing. And we're really excited for the ladies who have already signed up. We have someone who's a coach. There's another, another lady in the group. She's an artist. She wants to grow her business. So she's selling a product. So that's what I mean by this program will be inclusive to people beyond just coaches, for example, even though we're obviously coaches and we want to help people grow their business. So yeah. Is there anything else that you wanted to say, Dana, before I formally wrap this up and stop recording? No, I think, I think, I think we got it all. I hope. Well, yeah, no. no, I think I did. So I just want to thank everyone for being on the call today. And if you're watching the replay, thank you for watching the replay. And we would love to hear from you. So seriously, add us on Instagram, send us an email. We want to chat and we want this to be, we really want this to be an empowering conversation for you to invest in yourself. Like this is, I think there's this sort of stigma in the world of like, oh my God, it's so fucking scary to spend money on myself. And this, this has kind of been normalized, but it can also be a really empowering experience, which is why we brought forward this master, master class. And this is why we're willing to have conversations with you. So that's it. So thank you. Thank you for watching. And uh, we're definitely going to host more master classes. I think this is fun for sure. So.